Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Brand-Led, where we share practical branding tips and insights to help you guys attract high-value customers. And on today's show, Lisa and I are going to be talking about founder stories. What are they? How do we write them? And how can we keep our reader engaged from start to finish? Yes. Hello, everybody. Yeah, your founder story is one of those core pieces in your brand messaging arsenal that shows your audience that a real person with real emotions is behind your business. And every single person has a founder story. So it's a really great tool in your messaging toolkit. Yes. Yes, you may think you don't, but you you do have a a story hidden away there. And um, they're really great because if you can get them to stick in people's minds, it can be a great point of differentiation, right? Mm-hmm. And especially if you can't think of a single other thing that makes you different, I can guarantee you that your founder story is not the same as everybody else's. Yes. Uh, but sometimes it can be a little bit tricky to tell a story that people remember and one that aligns with the rest of your brand messaging. So today's episode's all about giving you guys, uh, our listeners, some really quick practical pointers for developing your founder story. Yes. So let's get straight into it. Maybe we can start with, you know, what what do we mean by founder story? And my take on this is your founder story is essentially a story, pretty obvious, about (laughs) who started your business and how it all began, right? Um, so an example that, you know, a lot of people bring up because it's a good one is uh, Airbnb. So Airbnb founders tell the story of, you know, two housemates. They needed to pay their expensive rent in San Francisco and, and they saw that accommodation was booked out for an upcoming conference. Um, so they offered up some air mattresses on their apartment <laughs> floor um, and they really enjoyed the experience of meeting the guests and um, they decided to turn it into a business. Um, so that's a really great founder story. It's a little bit more in depth than that. That's my summary of it. Um, but I also really liked, um, this one, uh, sorry, there's this guy, Bill Bowerman. Oh yeah, Bill. Yeah. (laughs) Great name. Um, so he's a track and field coach for the university of Oregon and he'd been searching for a way to make shoes lighter and faster. Mm. And so one morning he was making waffles with his wife. Um, and then it dawned on him that the grooves in the waffle iron would make a really great mold for a running shoe. So <laughs> he got up from the table, ran to his lab, made a synthetic resin, um, and then he poured that into the waffle iron. And that actually inspired Nike's first shoe, which was actually called the Waffle Trainer. I so, love that he just had like a lab in his house, like just <laughs> ran into his lab. Yeah. And so like that all kind of ties back to, you know, Nike's whole thing about performance and dedication and yeah. and relentlessness. Um, so yeah, I think that they're two really great stories. Um, and obviously they're a little bit more intricate than that, but yes. um, they're my kind of take on it. So yeah, I love that story. And at no point did my eyes glaze over or did my <laughs> mind go off into space. You know, I was engaged yeah. and I it's not correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's rocket science. Um, There are essential kind of elements and building blocks, ingredients that every good founder story consists of, right? Uh So Lisa, um, I can see that you've got a few dot points prepared. (laughs) What are some of the items our listeners should be including in their founder stories? Yeah. So 
I think that the thing that can make or break a founder story is specificity. So you really want to zoom in to a specific day, a specific moment, or a specific experience as much as possible. So if you focus on a moment rather than over like a long period of time, um, you can add in little details like descriptions of a location or emotions uh, that set the scene a little bit more and connect with your audience. And I think that just makes for a much more interesting story. Yeah, sure. I like that. The great thing about short, specific stories, I think, is that you can tell one really quickly and if you only have a short amount of time or space, right? Yeah, or you can really elaborate and connect, you know, a few little stories together if you have the scope to tell something a little bit more elaborate. So you can really um, change the length of your story depending on who you're speaking to and how much time you have to speak to them. Um, so another important element uh, to focus on is um, to have just a few core relatable people at the heart of the story. So uh, hearing about, you know, a team or a company just doesn't build the same level of connection as hearing about one or two people and their journey to start their business. Yeah. And you want to hear about the wins and losses of, you know, an identifiable character or hero or with real real emotions, not just a faceless organisation. Yeah, people connect with people. So it's always good to just have um, a central character or it may be up to two, maybe three, but I think, um, t- you know, one to two is really that sweet spot. Mm. Um, so I suppose now the other thing that, you know, you should consider um, is to make sure your founder story aligns with the rest of your brand messaging. So I suppose if you think about what's the major theme that you're trying to communicate Um, you know, is it about belonging like Airbnb is, or is it about freedom or is it about achievement? You know, search for stories that also hit on that same theme so you can keep everything aligned. Yeah. Okay. So be specific, focus Uh on only a few characters, hero, villain, guide, maybe two is a sweet spot and make sure the story aligns with the rest of your brand messaging. Um, Mm -hmm. So suppose the next big question is, how do you find a good story? Are there any prompts or questions our listeners can ask themselves to help fill up that blank page in front of them? (laughs) Yeah. So you can start by thinking about, um, you can go like way back. So when you were young, so, um, you know, start thinking about the experiences that you had in your childhood or even your teenage years. What did you love to do? Did you have lots of friends or were you a bit of a misfit? You know, did you love building things uh, or looking after animals or were you always really organized? You know, think about what you were like or ask your parents or your siblings if you can. Hmm. Um, you know, for example, if I were to tell my dad's founder story, he doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have like a, a business, but um, you know, I tell a story about how when he was a kid, he loved taking things apart to see how they worked and then putting them back together again. And he's an electronic engineer now, but he still loves tinkering with all those things and fixing things. Mm, sounds um, like my dad. Exactly. Yes. Same. But he took a walk, took apart the lawnmower a few times. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose those prompts might bring up some ideas and, you know, they're really the foundation of like who you are and and maybe some of those um, themes throughout your life have kind of carried through into the work that you do today. So, um, you know, what did you have a passion for when you were a kid and, and what experiences did you have that shaped who you are today? So that's one kind of way to think of it. And then another angle you can take is to think back to maybe the struggles that you had before you started your business or even during its early stages. So, was there a specific experience that triggered an idea for a business for you? Yeah. What hurdles, you know, did you have to overcome to achieve 
real wins in the early stages of your business. There's always plenty of these, I know in our case. Yeah. Um, so pick the ones that stand out to you as those critical moments, I think. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it can be either before you started your business, so it could be like that triggering moment, um, you know, oh, I you know, couldn't find great lunches for my kids or whatever it was, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I decided to create the solution. Product X, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Product X. <laughs> Naomi needs some work. No, Product X, for example. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sound like school lunches. Um, yeah. So I suppose, yeah, it can be before or it can be during like those early stages where you kind of had a few of those maybe challenging moments, which we all do. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose if you start thinking about those things, it'll give you a really great starting point. You know, if you write them all down and you might have a couple of different story ideas and you can start to flush them out and then you can see, you know, um, which story is the best kind of one, which one seems the most memorable and sticky. Um, and then once you have your story, you can kind of learn it and repeat it off as often as possible so people remember it. Yeah. So just to recap again, some, some of the key points that, yeah. you know, we've just talked about. So uh, I guess the first takeaway was your founder story, when told in a compelling way, can become a really nice point of differentiation, right, for your business. And that's, that's important to help you stand out. Um, and attract those high value clients. You know, you don't want to be the same as everybody else. Yeah. Um, the next takeaway I've got here is that the things that make for a good founder story are specificity. Specificity. Why do you use big words? It's not a big word. <laughs> are one to two relatable <laughs> people, right? Yeah. In the characters in the story and alignment with, it needs to align with the brand message, right? Yeah. Was there anything else? Um, and I think that the last thing we just kind of touched upon then was that you know, you can look for a good brand story in the defining moments and themes throughout your life up until you established your business. So these can be from childhood interests and experiences to challenges before and in the early stages of your business as well. Great. Well, I think that's it for another episode of Brand Led. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> no. Okay. I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, I hope, I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah. We're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Yeah, um, it's kind of that point of the year, like, uh, what is it? Mid, oh, it's almost it's the end holiday of, time. That's it's almost it the end of April. We've just gone past Easter. And, it, you know, I think people are like, okay, the beginning of the year is kind of over now and we're ready to kick some goals if we haven't yeah. already. You know, it might have been a slow start to the year. Yeah. Um, so if you guys have any um, topics that you want us to cover, um, please feel free to reach out to us. DM us on Instagram or you can um, reach out by email. And we love hearing um, what you want to hear about because we'd love to cover it for you. Yeah, we've got a couple in the bank that we, you know, got uh, recommended um, yesterday. So, yes, we've got some juicy episodes coming. But, yeah, like Lisa said, if you have some more for us, um, we'd love to hear them. And if you're interested in leveling up your brand so that you can attract high value clients, go on and make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Yes. And thank you so much for listening to us today. And we'll see you all next week.